This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 45 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Ten Twitter followers in one episode. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Equestrian Collections brings the whole universe of equestrian shopping to your fingertips. Visit them at equestriancollections.com and also Easy Signs Online, the number one farm sign company in the United States. Order online at easysignsonline.com. Welcome to the Stable School, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the stable, it's every week. They'll bring you the news through hell, hot water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. So sit on down and laugh till your poop, cause it's time again for Stable School. Stable School. Stable School. This is Glenn the Geek. And this is Helena B. And you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Welcome back, Helena. Thank you very much, Glenn. It's uh, it's really good to be here on a Wednesday or yeah. Friday or <laughs> whatever day or month it is. Well, I'll tell you what, we missed you last week. Sam kindly stepped in when you I you know, I know you couldn't make it. It was an emergency came up and uh, Sam stepped in, but it's always fun to have you back. Yes, and, and Sam, is she's easy listening. I like to listen to her her lovely voice, so I hope you guys had fun. Oh, well, you missed a fun show about horseball, though. That Gosh. was a riot. That's And you know, what a sport. <laughs> I, I'm really bummed about it because I was I love to hear about the different things that you can do on horseback. Well, this is a wild one, that's for sure. If you didn't get to hear that episode, uh, tune in to last week's episode, uh, episode 44 about horseball. What a wild thing that is. Oh, I will. Hey, we got we have to get right to the show today, and I'll tell you why. It's because it's our special Twitter episode. Woohoo! And let me explain how this is gonna work. We 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 have many Twitter followers now. I think we went over five hundred now. So I just sent out a, a tweet to everybody. That's what they're called. And if you don't know what Twitter is, go to twitter.com and then spend the three weeks trying to figure out what it is. And then then you'll be hooked. Is that about right, Helena? About yes. three weeks. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> it's like a mini little blog. You get 140 characters to tell everybody what you're up to, and then people can follow you or not follow you or whatever, but the people that follow you get to see your little tiny blog posts. It's very narcissistic. <laughs> yes, exactly. I love it. So we had 500, and I thought, we what? There's some cool people on there. Let's make a Twitter episode. So I sent out a tweet to everybody saying, if you want to be on our show, get back to me. I had 30 people get back to us that actually wanted to come on the show well, and, and understand what Twitter is. And a couple of these people, I can tell you, are active tweeters. They tweet all the time. Well, yeah. You know what? I have to say this, but I have to interrupt you because the one thing that I noticed about the people who, um, about the people who were selected for the show, I am so impressed at how technically savvy the horse world has become. Yes. And I would has- say that's happened in the last year, wouldn't you? It's... Well, I think because of these these new social social sites, social media sites, um, has made it pretty easy to do that. Right. But the sophistication, I think, with which the horse people have emerged into this new media is 
beyond my expectations. I, I mean, really impressed. The quality Which, by of the, the way, makes Helene and I go, because yeah. <laughs> we've been fighting the uh, horse people not getting on the technology bandwagon for the last 10 years. But see, this is why it's such a great community to be involved in is because once horse people embrace something, oh my gosh, they embrace it. It's a bear hug. Right, exactly. And I think that's why the shows are doing so well, all of them, is, yeah. is because of that. They're, they're figuring it out. And if nothing else, their kids are showing them. So. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, we're going to. So, what we're doing today is we have all, we have ten different Twitterers who are followers of ours who are going to be on the show today. And the way we're going to do it is there because Twitter only allows you 140 characters. You have to say what you can say in 140 characters, which is difficult sometimes. We're allowing them each four minutes. So we're going to dial the phone. You're going to hear the phone dialing today. We're going to do this completely differently. We're just going. It's just going to be front to end. We're just going, calling all these people. If they're not there, we're going on. So, And they get four minutes each to t- talk to us about what they want to talk to us about. And then I want to make sure you can hear this, Helena. This is what's going to happen at the end of four minutes. Cool. Did you hear that? Yeah. Okay, so at the end of four minutes, it's going to Winnie. We're going to say goodbye, and we're on to the next one. I don't care if they're done in the middle of a sentence or whatever. You know, the Winnie goes, and then we're on to the next one. So this is going to be a fast-paced show where you get to hear about 10 cool horse people. And then if you choose to, you can go check out their websites or follow them on Twitter, whatever you want to do. So I think this will be a lot of fun, we hope. <laughs> we're, we're praying. <laughs> uh, but before we do that, let's let's get everything out of the way so we can just do that. So let's talk about our friends over to Equestrian Collections. Uh, I was just talking to Chris the other day on the phone. We spent quite a while on the, on the phone talking about new upcoming projects that we're going to be working with Equestrian Collections on. You were just talking about a company that truly gets it, or companies and websites that get it, horse people that get it. Chris gets it over at Equestrian Collections. She's the owner over there. She understands the horse industry. She understands new media. She understands, that's why she's advertising here with us, and she understands how to get the word out. She, she Twitters, she has Facebook, and there's a million different ways you can see what's happening at Equestrian Collections. Plus, Helena and I are both web designers, and Helena, I have to say, they have one of the art, most artistically well done and functionally well done of the tax sites out there. She does a great job with that, and she said she hires a team of actually uh, graphic artists to do all the graphic work. If you have never been to Equestrian Collections, stop on over there. There's a ton of information in there. They have they have tens of thousands of products. They have almost everything you'd ever want. If you're looking to buy something before you go back to your old standby, at least give Equestrian Collections a shot. Uh, they have all kinds of catalogs, and, and just just uh, you need to take a look, and I guarantee you're going to spend an hour on that site. And just for our listeners, if you spend over $120, you can get an additional $10 off by using the coupon code 10SPRING09. That's 10SPRING09, and that's good through the end of June. So you have another week to use that coupon code, get $10 off an order of $120 or more. You can visit Equestrian Collections at equestriancollections.com. They put the whole universe of equestrian shopping at your fingertips at a price you can afford. All right, Helena, are you ready? 
I was born ready. All right. Well, now I just wanted to tell everybody, too, don't worry about having to try to remember all these websites and people's Twitters and everything. We're going to put them all in our show notes at StableScoop.com, episode 45. So you can just head back to our show notes. You don't have to worry about trying to to write and drive at the same time or you're cleaning (laughs) stalls and you're afraid you're going to get manure all over the paper. Don't worry about it. Okay. You can always go back to our website. Well, here we go, Helena. The marathon is going to begin here. I have everybody set up, so hopefully we can call them in rapid-fire succession here. And that technology will be our friend today. I'm thinking confidently. So the first up is going to be Danielle Hayes. So we'll see what Danielle Hayes has to say. You've had quite a day, too, getting ready for all of this today. You've been busy with... All kinds of things. Hello? Hi, is Danielle there? This is Danielle. Hey, Danielle, you've got Helena and Glenn on, and you are on the Stable Scoop radio show. Oh, yay! And you called right in the middle while my dogs are throwing a fit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that just makes you a horse person, that's That's all. That's right, yeah. We're used to that. Everybody listening to us is used to that. All right, Danielle, you have four minutes to talk to us. So you guys probably want to know who the heck I am. Yes, well, you know, I've been following you on Twitter, too. Oh, I know. I know you guys are, and that's how you found me, and I'm so, so excited. I am Danielle Hayes. I am the creator of HopeCowgirl.com and co-founder of CowgirlTV.com and Cowgirl Life Radio. And we essentially cover all the things that are wonderful, wonderful and fabulous about the Western lifestyle. So, so is this really great fashion and is all it, the cool stuff? Is it more horse related or is it more fashion related or both? It's both. We like to combine. You know, anyone who's involved with horses, whether you're at English or Western, know that our hobby dictates most aspects of our life. Yes. Obviously. No. <laughs> it, 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 I mean, I know it's hard to imagine. And the funny thing is, I grew up riding dressage and three day eventing, so I'm not really? always been in West. Yeah, I've not always been involved with Western, but I'm married to a cutting horse trainer. Ah. So uh-huh. I kind of got thrown into it, and I think I know a lot of dressage divas who love some really tall Western boots worn with breeches. My mom is one of them. <laughs> so I, my whole thing was I wanted to start this site that you can be glamorous down in the barn, too. I know it's I love that. You're getting- That is the best part of it because when you ride dressage and venting and in the hunters, all you can wear is black or brown or blue and khaki and maybe a little bling. But this cowgirl stuff is so much fun. Oh, you can can show your personality off. And, you know, it even transfers over into your pack. I mean, the Western disciplines are definitely a lot wilder with their pack, even the cutters. My husband will deny this, but he's wrong. <laughs> but, I mean, bronc halters are really in, and I just did a post on Hope Cowgirl that had a bronc halter a sponsor made me, and it says Hope Cowgirl on it. It's got, like, rhinestone fur rowels on the side, and it's got all this kind of bling, and it's fun. And <laughs> I think, you know, when we're covered with, like, horse poop, or, like, in my case, toddler poop, too, because I have a 19-month-old, <laughs> you have to have something to make you feel glamorous, and that's why. I created my site. Well, how did what's Cowgirl Life Radio? Of course, we're a radio show, so I, I took an immediate Cowgirl Life. Cowgirl Life Radio is on Blog Talk Radio, and we cover all aspects of the Western and even the equine um, 
lifestyle. We actually have a friend of yours, Dr. Jeff Tucker. Oh, on yeah. Second time yeah. with us today. We love him. Um, we, we talk about all the aspects that make up our life. Like, you know, we, you guys know, it's, we have a different lifestyle than those who just golf on the weekend. And we can talk about it until we're blue in the face. Exactly. I mean, horse people are the only people I know who can sit at a dinner table and talk about Wormer and Boss. <laughs> Nobody gets sick. Well, how, can, I mean, come on. how can they listen to your show? We, we have about uh, 45 seconds left, so how can they listen to your show? If you go to blogtalkradio.com backslash cowgirlliferadio, we are on every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday Holy at cow. 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Wow, okay. you guys are on a lot. Right. We and then we have Cowgirl TV, which is still under development, but it's going to be big too. And <laughs> it's it's essentially going to be like a YouTube for people who are either involved in horses, rodeo, the Western lifestyle, all the aspects. And we have a trail team who gives us videos and shows us life on the ranch or life on the farm. And it's going to be a nice behind the scenes view for people who aren't always involved with it to kind of see what our lives really are like. All right. Well, we're playing running out of time. The horse is going to win here soon. We will put all of your links on our website. And we thank you for being on. And it's Hope Cowgirl, right? HopeCowgirl.com. Oh, there's the... Well, thanks, Danielle. Good job, Danielle. (laughs) Bye-bye. Fabulous. All right. That was great. Absolutely fabulous. Oh, so you're going to have your big belt buckle and your tight jeans on here sometime soon? Oh, this is gir- so girly girl. I love mixing the girly girl stuff with the tomboy horse stuff. <laughs> well, we're going to go a completely different direction with Doug here next, as you'll see. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Cut you right off, didn't I? <laughs> you did. <laughs> no, 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 because he's got blingy horses. Oh, that's true. He does. Yeah. Hello? Doug? Yes. Hey, you got uh, Glenn and Helena from the Stable Scoop show on with you. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, you called early for me. I thought it was going to be about 12 our time. No, no. We're uh, we're right in the show, and we had you up second because I love what you're going to talk about. Well, great. I don't know what you want to ask me, but I'm, I'm ready for you. Well, you have a website called uh, gypsymvp.com. So and tell right. us what tell you you're all about gypsy vanner horses which we only have four minutes here so I'm trying to rush. Um, Helena knows I love draft horses and of course these are very drafty looking. Uh, tell us about a gypsy vanner. Well, I'll tell you what happened. Now they this breed really was uh, a work in progress for for the gypsy uh, men in in different parts of Europe, mostly England and Ireland, uh, starting probably over a little over 100 years ago. And what they did, they took local horses that they, that they had, uh, and they wanted to create a colorful black-and-white uh, draft animal that wasn't 17 hands high, that had more of a pony head, beautiful head, smaller ears. But they wanted this animal to have more feather than their Clydesdale and Shire counterparts that they used, and they wanted something that was very gentle. And they, they bred these horses to have profuse manes, forelocks, tails, feathers, and a very Baroque body style. And they did this by taking the Shire and the Clyde and breeding them with the Dales Pony, the Fells, F-E-L-L-S, which were local to Europe, of course. And they also took uh, some Highland um, uh, ponies in the mix 
from time to time, and they uh, they worked on breeding these horses to be 14-2 instead of 16, 17 hands. And they, they, they used them primarily for riding them bareback, in, you know, from their homes, their caravans into town. And they also used them to pull their caravans through heavy traffic. And so they bred the animal to be very docile and quiet because it had to move. It had to go through crowded streets, past cars, and kids had to be able to play with the horses uh, and, uh, and be under their feet, sitting in a field camping because these people are nomadic and they're moving all the time. When the police make a move, they got to move. So how, so, ma- how, how many are in the United States? There are now 50, well, just a little less than 1,500 registered wow. gypsy banners. And oh. so there's this, they first came into the U.S. in 98, the first two. I had bought maybe the 10th one to come in about um, two, the year 2000. And they're all and, about uh, that top of the end of the pony size, is that right? All about the 14-2? Well, you know, there's, there's some larger extremes, and, and uh, some people like them. So we, we have some that are up to 15-1, 15-2 now. Uh, some people are breeding them a little larger, but they want to keep the same confirmation that these horses have always had. Uh, I've always seen them as as black and white um, or, you know, like paint colors. But I'm starting to see on your website you've got Sundance Kid, who is a lovely color. Um, oh, yeah. And then yeah, Lana he's, he's is beautiful, gold, golden too. Buckskin. A golden buckskin. That's gorgeous. Yeah, so they come you know I absolutely love these horses. They're just beautiful. Well, I, I mean, in going through Doug's website here, um, they're really starting. And the fact that they've been bred for their temperament, which I think is so great to have an all-around family horse like this. It's so versatile and, you know, it's pretty flashy, too. You know, you know, it's funny. The people that are buying these horses from us that have for the last six six years have been people that some people that have never owned horses in their lives that are, you know, 50 years old or a little older that decide that they want to have a great pet and uh, some people have bought branches after buying the horses and we train we teach them how to ride and and drive their own horses and it becomes a real project for them and their whole families uh and they're great kids animals as well i knew this was going to happen we only have 30 seconds left because of the way we're doing this show today but i we're going to definitely have to have you back on i knew this was going to happen Lena. yeah we can do the breed spotlight <laughs> we're going to is... do a breed spotlight on you guys because it's just they are just absolutely gorgeous stop by over to gypsy m m is in mary v is in victor p is in paul dot com and check out the gypsy vanners the photographs on there are spectacular yep. so thanks doug we appreciate you being on and we'll talk again Thank you, Glenn. Right, Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, that, right. I tell you, are you looking at the pictures of that? I, that golden buckskin is just gorgeous. I mean, I love the hair, too. You know me. I'm a drag horse lover. And they're smaller. That's even better. They're very look, they look very comfortable to ride. Compact. I like that. Yes. All right. So who do we... Oh, we have a Canadian coming on next. Talking about... Right. A, Tim, I think it is. Talking about a website in Canada. A Canadian stable directory. Yep. Great idea. Hello? Canadian Stable Directory. Is this Tim? Yeah, it is. Hey, you got Helena and Glenn here from the Stable Scoop Hello. Show. Well, <laughs> well, I can hear her back there. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the United States, and uh, we got four minutes to talk about your website. All right. Well, what do you want to know? Well, tell us about it. What is it? Well, the concept of the site was to... Um, just create the largest database in Canada of uh, all the stables available. Uh, we saw an opening in the market that is a very large opening, and um, we wanted to get. Sorry, I'm just walking. I'm trying to sit down here. 
Okay. We want to get all the stables across Canada to join the site and be available um, just for the, the click of a button. You can find a stable. Well, and you, how have you come along? Is there a lot of stables listed on there? Well, um, we've launched, um, I think it was two months ago that we officially launched the site. But just in the process of building it and testing it, somehow we, uh, we got ourselves into Google. We're not too sure how that happened. And as we stand right now, uh, we've got over 1,200 stables listed from across Canada, wow. and it's, it's wow. growing every week. Well, you wow. know, it's funny. Most people actually want to be listed on Google. Um. <laughs> yeah, I Until know, you're, but, you know, you try unless to you're a perfectionist. Hard to up there. <laughs> and, yeah, you're, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I know you have other things on here, too. You have videos, um, and I assume they can be, is it like a free membership kind of thing? Well, yeah, it's definitely, it's free. We're letting it run 100% free until the end of September, and then um, we're going to renegotiate with all the clients that actually want to stay on the site. And um, what it's, it's turning into is basically a little community that uh, you can post videos of yourself, um, we could throw videos in there from YouTube, just simply, um, you know, pasting the, the YouTube video source code into your profile. Right. And it throws a video up either of your stable or of you getting bucked off your horse last weekend. <laughs> Never. Um, you know, just, yeah, just anything anything silly like that. There's also lots of room for you to throw pictures up, um, both of your facility and of yourself, if you want people to get to know you. Right. So we're really trying to create a community feel um, to the site, and it's honestly, it's really taking off. People are really responding well to these community profile websites that are out there, and the Canadian Stable Directory has just become a large part of that uh, industry. Well, I have to tell so you, if, if you're uh, if you're um, just a, a, you're surfing the internet, that's free to access the site. But if you are if you want to be listed after September, then there there'll be a subscription fee. So is that right? Yeah, we're thinking okay. that uh, the subscription fee is going to sit around $30, and that will get you 12 months of um, the stable listing. And what I might add to that, uh, the unique feature that we do offer is once you're registered with the site and your subscription is listed, you're on, you actually have the ability to log in and edit your own listing at any time. Good. So that's, yeah, that's a very attractive feature to people because you're not emailing us and, you know, hoping that we get to it. Um, you actually have control. You get in there and you post whatever you want up there. And I right. have to tell you that uh, we only have 30 seconds, believe it or not, but that uh, we have our second biggest listening base is Canada. And in two weeks, we're going to do a special Canadian episode of this show. Uh, oh, all, that's fantastic. Yeah, all about equestrianism in Canada. But I wanted to say it's canadastabledirectory.com. If you're looking for boarding, lessons, clinic, training, whatever it is, and you live in Canada, check out canadianstabledirectory.com. Thank, Thank you, Tim. you so much, you guys. All right, bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, there went the horse. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's a lot more of these coming out for almost every country now, these stable directories. And it's a great idea. It's so hard to find one sometimes. Oh, I know. Especially if you don't know much about the horse world. You know, you're fairly new to it. And there's two search criteria. I mean, I've looked for um, location and then discipline. I, you know, I want to know, is there a fox hunting barn in New Jersey? Or um, what kind of stables oh, are... 
Hey, Joel, it's Glenn and Helena calling. How are you? Oh, I'm good. And you? Okay, you're on the Stable Scoop Radio Show, and we have four minutes to talk to you, Twitterer you. Perfect. <laughs> we want to know all about Horseman's DVD magazine. Well, thanks for calling, first of all, and appreciate you bringing me on here for a bit. Um, Horseman's DVD magazine is uh, kind of a new concept. We, we started it about four four years ago, and what we've done is we've taken print media, we've produce a print magazine now we and a DVD four times a year and we're on the internet too as you as you know so we kind of the focus of what we do is is amplify the whole horseman's lifestyle uh, there's always been cowboys and there's always been cattlemen and <laughs> there's always been horsemen and uh, from my understanding the horseman's always been a little bit of a different breed so <laughs> well yeah we are that's for sure <laughs> So that's that's really what we're amplifying is is all the the fantastic experiences that that people encounter with their horses and training and riding and travel and um, really just like to share the lifestyle. Are you focusing more on the trail riding side of things or the showing or both? Well, probably more on the trail riding. Um, although we do we do like to interview people that do some of the competitions as well because what I'm what I found is that these guys in competition know so much in, in detail. You know, a trail rider will typically, you know, kind of have a general handle on things, but the, the competition guys have the, have the fine-tuning and the, and the real, real fine-tuned skills, whether it's English or Western. And yeah. that's, that's what intrigues me is just, you know, taking, going from point A to point B and, and bringing folks along with us. So. Now, how do you get? How, how does a person get their hands on um, one of these DVDs? Well, they can give me a shout, or I'm online. I've got a website, uh, horsemansdvdmagazine.com. And, and do you usually what, buy like one at a time, or is there a collection? Typically, it's a subscription. You can you can subscribe. We've we've worked real hard at keeping our prices very fair and just give as much information as we can for that. Um, the uh, Subscriptions are about twenty nine ninety five, and we and we uh, send them out four times a year. Then we've got a whole horseman's package too, which includes some cold starting and some raining and uh, a number of different back well, our whole collection of back issues. So we need oh, that's to get a really we that's need to great. Get together with our first the Hoat Lady uh, I, that we yeah. had on first today. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it makes sense now that when you sit like DVD magazine, I'm thinking. How does that work? I didn't quite get it, but now it's basically like getting a magazine in the mail, but instead it's multimedia. It's a DVD. Fabulous. And and that's been one of their challenges, too, I think, just, you know, because it is a different medium, it's just a little bit uh, harder to explain to folks, but once we catch on, they love it, and our subscribers love what we do, and and we work real hard for them, too. We want to bring them quality information. Um, Any of the articles or interviews that we do are typically with professionals people that are doing it for a living we we really want to know people that are hands-on um you know day-to-day operations with whether they're trainers or or have a guest ranch or whatever it is right so well great and we're we're running out of time here this goes by quickly and we wanted to tell everybody it's horsemans with an s dvdmagazine.com check it out subscribe is that your mugshot on the homepage there yeah i'm afraid it is i was a little <laughs> younger then but <laughs> well great we, we it was but, good to have you on and we'll talk to you again soon thanks so much for having me right, bye 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 oh there it went <laughs>
<laughs> uh, I do love that Winnie. <laughs> well, we've got two cowboys on today. So we had cowgirls and cowboys on today. You know, I think the word that keeps coming to mind as we're having these quick conversations is fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. We need to rename the episode, this episode, and call it the fabulous Twitter episode. Oh, I like that. Write that down. Write that down. Okay. <laughs> right we need there. to rename it. Yes, I agree. Now, the next we're calling Susie, Susie Blackman, who is a heavy Twitterer. I follow her. Twitterer. Twitterer. And um, I'm not getting any ringing. Okay, it says connecting. Uh, let's try her again one more time here, Susie. She's got a super cute website, or delicious. Yeah, and she uh, she's very active in social media. She oh, there we go. Let's hope okay. she answers because I really wanted to talk to her. The Mad Cow Company. <laughs> See that on her homepage? Yeah, that's one. Well, you know, it's, I didn't quite understand the point of her site at first. Hello. Hello, this is Susie. Susie, Hello. it's Glenn and Helena calling on your on Stable Scoop. Well, how are you today? We're great. We were just looking at your site, Horsealicious, which is a great name, by the way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thank you. Was, we have four minutes. Tell us what you want to about your about what you got going here. Well, where I'm headed is um, I'd like to be an excellent aggregator of horse information. Um, my Horse Alicious site also has a breaking horse news site, which is uh, completely fed by people who tweet. And so as more and more horse people, I'm trying to encourage clinicians. I just um, went down and watched uh, Chris Cox. And I'm trying to encourage clinicians and trainers and um, people that horse, any type of um, horse person, no matter whether they're Western or English, people are always looking for information or what somebody is doing today or this weekend. So I'm building towards having um all kinds of information that is out there and free for the people that tweet and want to hook up to my breaking horse news site, as well as I will be adding information in Horse Delicious that will be very addicting. Now, how do you pick what you put on the site? Because you've got some really interesting things, the zipper pony not being the least of them. I love that little video. How do you decide what to post and, and what's important or entertaining? On uh, the Horse Alicia site, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, well, my background, just to maybe answer the question in a roundabout way, is uh, not only in quarter horses, I showed and raised them for a long time, but I also owned, uh, with my former husband, a feed and western wear store. I did all the buying in, in Dallas. So I have um, an interest in promoting the, um, the old-fashioned um, belt makers that make things the old way. I love the Western um, lifestyle. And so it's, I don't know if that's answering the question, but I, I've dabbled and I have a passion for many different aspects of it. So I'm 
just putting more and more information out there. The site's only about seven weeks old. Well, I'll tell you what, you're yeah, one active so. tweeter, though. Uh, <laughs> we follow <laughs> yeah. you on uh, Twitter, and, and I see you all the time. You're very active, and uh, obviously you're a horse person that really gets the new media. Oh, I love, you know, I would love to be able to help some of the clinicians even that don't get Twitter um, because it is really important, I think, in anybody's business, no matter the scope. And so I'm getting more and more into the horse aspect and, um, um, you know, following my passion instead of promoting the real estate because that is not where my passion lies. And I learned that rather rapidly. Well, great, and we're going to run out of our four minutes here very shortly, but I want to tell everybody it's horsealicious.com, and we'll have a link to it on our website. You can check it out there, She's and, and follow her on Twitter as well. We'll also have that link. She's a very active Twitterer, and I found interesting stuff and uh, stuff that you've pointed me to, so we encourage everybody to check you out. Do you know how many followers you have now? Oh, oh come on, I'm you're supposed to know that right off the top. <laughs> I'm over 6,000. It changes every minute. I'll so, tell you what, um, I knew that you, you had a lot. You probably have one of, more than most anybody I know in the horse world. <laughs> Good job. Yes. Yeah. Congratulations. Well, thank you, and, and I, I really appreciate the opportunity, and if anybody has any ideas or wants to be on my uh, Breaking Horse News, um, Susie Blackman on Twitter. There you go, Susie Blackman, and it's M-O-N, right? Blackman. Yes, it is. Okay, okay, great. Thanks, Susie. Oh, there goes the horse. Thanks, Thank Susie. Thank you very much. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Okay. Thank you. Well, that, there was Susie. She was. Uh, she she probably tweets. She has over six thousand followers. That's a uh, lot, it, actually. <laughs> well, you know, I started to say before while we were waiting for her to pick up, I, I I didn't quite understand the point of the the website to begin with, and it's so funny because once you start clicking around. He doesn't need a point. The stuff she has up there is so much fun. It's just so sort of haphazard. Yeah. It's just, but it's, it's awesome. Now this, hello? Mandy. Hello. Yes, this is Mandy. Mandy, this oh. is Glenn and Helena calling. You're on the Stable Scoop show. Oh, hi, how are you? Oh, good. And you know what? I have to say before, I'm not even going to count this towards your four minutes yet. Um, okay. Because I had to say, I follow you. You are one of the most most, I don't know what the word is. You're a very dedicated tweeter. Uh, <laughs> you put out more tweets in the day than anybody I've ever seen. But So welcome to the show. We're going to get your four minutes started, and you can tell us about what you want to talk about. Well, you know what, Glenn? I have been using Twitter since, I'd say, about January of this year, and I don't know what I would do without it. <laughs> um <laughs> It's really been one of the greatest resources for me as far as I do it. You know, I signed up, and I was quite skeptical to begin with. Um, and Like the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I said, are you kidding me? I've got 140 characters. This is so pointless. <laughs> um, and then I found that I started meeting some great people. Um, and then I, I started up my own personal account, which is the one you follow me on. And then I believe you also follow me on my Bitten Bridal account um, because I'm also editor-in-chief of Bitten Bridal magazine. So what I really found is it's really just been a great resource for meeting other horse lovers and business owners, and it's, it's just really been great. I'll tell you what, it has been the best thing for us, too. We have done more networking in the two months we've been on this than any other time. 
Mm-hmm. It, it's mm-hmm. just great. Now, you do a lot of different stuff, don't you? You you have your fingers in a lot of different things. There's Bit and Bridal Magazine, which is at bitandbridalmag.com. And how mm-hmm. often does that come out? That's a bi-monthly uh, publication. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, so twice a month or once every other month? Yeah, like, I always have to there, ask right? that, too. <laughs> it's once every other month. And what's, 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 what's in there? Um, we have quite a variety in there, actually. We we have, like, question and answer columns. Um, we've got training advice, health talk, and we also feature um, several top equine professionals. Um, last fall, we featured John Lyons. Um, that was a pretty big interview for me. I was really excited about that. I bet. And, yeah. <laughs> and this upcoming, um, the July issue, actually, we're featuring a Richard Strike certified trainer that's from my area. So we've got quite a bit of everything in there. We want to, you know, have something for everyone. Yeah. And it looks like your um, your Christian foundations play a part in how you perceive the horse world and, and through Bit and Bridal Magazine. Your dedication to that is um, is wonderful. Tell us a little bit about that. As far as you mean like the Christian perspective? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? You know, horses um, are so spiritual. And so for so many people, they're way just way more than just a hobby. And it it seems that you mm -hmm. kind of get that in your in bit and bridle and what you're doing with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, it's a it's a Christian owned publication. So we kind of have a little bit of um, like my editorial. I'll kind of write something up that's from the spiritual aspect. So we've got a little something in there, and then sometimes we'll run a little, like, um, devotional or something. But I really, I see that horses are quite a ministry um, tool, really, you know, because there's, if you think about it, there's actually a lot of ministries out there that um, they are out there for, you know, troubled kids, troubled teens, and really, it's, it's really just a great ministry standpoint. So there's a lot of things you can do with horses. Well, great, and we're running out of time here already. It's bitandbridalmag.com. Where can they follow you on Twitter? And they can follow me at Mandy Widrick, and that's M-A-N-D-E-E, um, Widrick. And then we've also got the Bit and, and Bridal Mag account. So um, we've got both of those. They can follow us on each. And we'll put a link on our show notes to those as well. Thank you so much for being on with us today. Oh, thank you. Oh, there goes the horse. <laughs> Another fabulous Thanks, publication. Mandy. Thanks, Mandy. Thanks. All right, job well done. Yeah, she 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 does a lot of different stuff too. If you follow her on Twitter and especially her personal account, she's all over the place. But I, I just, you know, what one of the things that really stood out to me was that um, she's got the motivation and the dedication to what she's doing, and uh, I, I think the world needs more horse girls like that. And she works hard. Now we're calling England, yeah. actually. So we're hoping okay. we can get Fiona Hello. on. Hello. 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 Is this Fiona? It is. Hey, this is Helena and Glenn, and you're on the Stable Scoop show. Great. How are you? Hi. We're good. <laughs> we, we got you over there, and you're in the UK, right? Absolutely. What part? Uh, Gloucestershire, oh, which okay. is one of, the, one of the most densely populated equestrian counties in the world, I think. Well, and I have to tell you, I'm not going to count this against your four minutes. We'll start that in a minute. But we, I was talking to someone this morning, and that is the vaulting team out of England. You're apparently following on your site, which we'll talk about, one of the little 10-year-old vaulters. Uh, are we? Yes, you are. And, <laughs> and um, it's kind of neat because I was just talking to them this morning, and they're going to be on the 2010 radio show. We're actually following them as our, our vaulting spotlight team for the 2010 World Equestrian Games. So. Well, we have, we have the most prominent vaulter in the U.K. who blogs on our site, and we've also made videos with her. And we've probably included your person within that. But, yes, um, that's yeah. correct. 
Yes. Yep, and so we're glad that we're following the vaulting team on the 2010 radio show, and we're going to be uh, keeping an eye on them all the way through the games next year. Good. So now, anyway, let's start your four minutes and talk about Horse Hero. What a all cool right, I, I'm going to start this one no, because I love this website, and so I have a million questions for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the things I like about it is the, the organization, um, the information is so relevant and it's easy to find. So you, so it's Horse Hero. It says a paradise for horse lovers on film. Um, you've got videos. You've got blogs. Uh, can you talk to me about the celebrity blogs? That's my favorite spot. Yeah. Well, do you know, the celebrity blogs are as, as popular as the videos. And really what we've tried to do with the whole website across everything is to engage with celebrities. So it's got a little bit of Hello Magazine about it. And the idea is that you're getting partly through the blogs and the videos with these celebrities the wisdom of the ages because everybody has different ways, tried and tested ways of doing things that are smart, that are clever, that are safe, but also the insight into what their life is really like. What does it take? I think we're all fascinated to know what does it take to be at the very top of your game or on the way to being at the top of your game. And, you know, they all have their trials and tribulations. They're funny. They're insightful. They're sad sometimes. And, you know, they just are compulsive, and and we love them as much as our users. Well, in the way you have, I agree with Lena that we're both web designers, and this is just so easy to get around. It's so intuitive that it, it really makes it fun. Well, yeah. that's really kind of you. I come from a completely non-techie background. My first career was in the financial sector, and web to me was always just a mystery. And so I set out to do something that, that would be intuitive to a non-techie person. Well, you've um, achieved and, that and goal. <laughs> oh, well, thank you very much. But, I mean, it's, it's fascinating. If I can tell you a bit about the videos, may I do that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we started, the idea was to be a real sort of how-to proposition and to, you know, show how things were done at home and at competitions with top people. Um, and it's moved on since then. I mean, we also do wonderful yard tours, the most amazing yards, from the very old and traditional, like at Badminton Stables, where the horse trials are, to the ultra-modern. Um, and now we also do these, these videos, which you've probably seen, of people's stories at horse shows, some of the really big shows like Badminton and Olympia, and also the European Championships that are coming up in the UK this year, where we go and we, we pick certain riders and we follow them through the competition and we mic up their trainers in the warm-up and we get that last bit of information, <sighs> the secret information before they go in and do their, their test or their round. And then we get some live coverage um, as well and we blend it all in and we do these great little insights um, and we're also training with people like Laura Bertolsheimer, who's, you know, top in, in dressage in the UK, and going and, and having the fly-on-the-wall privilege of being there with her and her father who train her, and just seeing what happens at home. And the basic stuff every day is fascinating. That's like reality video, horse reality show. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. I and we, we try and make it interesting and entertaining. We have music. I want it to be... One of the, we were just editing a video today of Dr. Bettelsheimer and Laura working on one of the horses, and he said, you know, this is about making it educational without the horse knowing that. Mm. And that's sort of what we're trying to do with people. We're trying to make it a beautiful experience as well. So there's nice music and it's aesthetically pleasing. So you're learning without feeling like it's an effort. Wow. And I'll tell you what, we're, I, I just am impressed. This is a lot of work and editing a video I know is a lot of work and doing the video is a lot of work. So I know what kind of effort you're putting into this. Oh, well, I'm on, I'm on the computer till two every morning. <laughs> I bet. We would love to have you back. I yes, would love I to <laughs> really pick your brain and talk about um, not only the site, but uh, the different projects that you've got going on, because this is really exciting. Like you said, informative, educational, without the horse knowing it. Thank I, you. Well, I'd love to come back. And, you know, what we're also doing, just the final sort of thing, really, is that we've made everything interactive. 
So you actually have access through commenting on the videos to talk to the people who are in them. And everybody responds. They're great. There's a real community going. And so I don't know anywhere else where you can actually get into dialogue and in the forums, on the videos, in people's blogs. And, and that, to me, is also key. Well, I'll tell you what, we're, we are running out of time. We have a couple more people to get to. Uh, we Yay. do want to have you back. We, and I do want to, I have actually something I want to talk to you about. I'll email you about as well as a project I think we can work on a little bit together. Fab. I look forward to it. All right. Thanks a lot. Super. Thank we you very much. Take care. Thanks. Bye. Oh, bye. We're doing good. We're getting them right bye. in on the time here. <laughs> well, thanks, Fiona. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. She, this I, uh, site, yeah. I am so impressed by this. Right? Site. I really right? am. Uh, I, this is one of the best I've seen for this venue. I've bookmarked it. I've registered. I've got my email address in. She's got my social security number. <laughs> I mean, I'll give them anything that they need. I'll tell you, I'm uh, going to tell yeah. Jennifer about this, my wife, because she will love this site. It's just great. I mean, and it's a nice um, window into life in the UK as well. You know, right. I, you, we become so, at least I do, so US centric that um, I forget that there's a whole life overseas. Exactly. There and this is a nice introduction to that. And from there, we go to Molly. She's at dapplegray.com. Love that. Oh, she's the one who was a great writer. I loved yes. her writing. Yes, exactly. She does a blog. Dapple Gray. Yes. Well, maybe, maybe. Hello. Hello, is this Molly? This is Molly. Molly, you have Helena and Glenn, and you're on the Stable Scoop show. Hi, you guys. Thanks for calling. Well, no problem. We were just talking about Helena. Well, I'll let Helena tell you. We were just talking about, um, yes, when I found your website, I was reading through it, and I just love your writing. I love your approach. Um, very it's subtle but sophisticated. So uh, tell us a little bit about what, what prompted you to get this blog going. Well, thank you. That's a nice compliment. I appreciate it very much, and I'm actually sitting here writing right now, so it gives me <laughs> a little <laughs> encouragement and inspiration. Um, but, you know, writing – Horses and riding have always been sort of my twin passions, and um, I had been riding professionally the last several years and decided to make a transition out of that, and it was a very natural fit for me to just kind of fall. It can be hard when you're riding all the time. For horse people out there, they probably know to cut back your riding or be spending less time at the barn, and so kind of falling into writing about all the things I love about sport horses in the industry was just a very natural fit for me. Well, you do a good job, and the website's very attractive. It's clean, it's simple, and I know why Helena liked it because right now Madonna is right on. The <laughs> I'm such well, a you've sucker. Been on it this morning. Yes, I know, and you know it's interesting. It's sort of. I think it's. I appreciate the compliments very much, and it's. It's a. I started the blog in April, so it is. Uh, I think fairly new, and I've um, tried hard to just kind of leave it. It's a little bit eclectic, I think you would say right now. Um, and so, you know, there's a few things about fashion sort of on there right now, and that's certainly not the exclusive focus in any way. But I sort of just, it really is a lifestyle blog, I think, about the lifestyle of sport horses and, and living the life that we live with horses and what's all around you. So I just kind of, whatever I see come up, that sort of makes it usually onto the blog if I think other people will 
find it interesting as well. Well, you know, but you know what? That's that's nice because we we're so um, like you said. I think horse people are eclectic, and it gets kind yeah. of boring looking at the same old training videos over and over again and the same stuff. It's nice to see that you're all over the place, just like I am. And you know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know if well, that was a compliment. I don't know. <laughs> it is. It's a compliment. Well, it's certainly true. And you know, when I think about it, I think about uh, when I started riding as a kid and how that impacted my family. And I think that's very true for horse people. It's sort of, in many cases, the whole family becomes involved and it influences your vacations or or lack thereof because you're <laughs> with the horses or what you're reading or where you go to eat after the barn with some folks or uh, clothing. or It just kind of, it really does saturate through your whole life. And so I think that it has been that way for me, and that's what you see on the blog. Well, like one of the blog posts was iPhone applications for the sport horse industry, which I thought was, you know, a fascinating blog post that I didn't know about some of this stuff. So, uh, yeah. yeah, well, that one has gotten a lot of traffic, I actually. Bet. It's very interesting. Um, and it kind of, again, came from I got an iPhone um, this winter, and it was I was still at the barn every day riding and teaching, and it was just such a godsend to have that there and feel some connection sort of to the bigger world. As much as we like to escape, I think, into the barn, you know, sometimes you can feel a little isolated. So I got it, and I was playing around with it, and, you know, you get all these apps, and I started thinking, well, gosh, I wonder what there is um, for horse people or what could be applied here to the barn. And I started kind of poking around and didn't find anything at first. And then I found um, a couple of the different applications that I talk about on the blog. And um, it led me actually to another section of the blog where I like to talk about um, occasionally uh, entrepreneurs of all different sorts in the sport horse industry. And it uh, led me to a woman, uh, Tanya Hines, um, of Equa Apps and um, did a really interesting post about her and her life with horses and um, computers and technology and learning software. And, and she's kind of at the forefront of these iPhone apps for horses right now. So again, it's kind of a journey of just seeing what's out there and, and what people might find interesting and can learn about together. Well, great. Yeah. I, we're going to run out of our four minutes already, but I encourage everybody to stop over. It's called Dapple Gray, and that's gray with an E, G-R-E-Y.com. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and stop over there. It's fun. And, uh, you know, you've been doing a good job of keeping it up. And, and, and if you have an iPhone, the, just the one article on iPhone apps is worth it. So, uh, well, Just all of it. I think you, you're, you're plugged into a very, um, to, to a very specific niche within the whole horse industry. Um, and I'm part of that. So keep it coming because I've bookmarked your site. And and I'm going to need you to be there. What's your Twitter uh, handle? And my Twitter is at Dappled Gray, also D-A-P-P-L-E-D-G-R-E-Y. Okay, great. Well, everybody should follow you there, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, guys. Thank so much. you. Bye-bye. Okay, bye, bye. Molly. Wait, we are time. just doing this Perfect in time, timing. aren't we? <laughs> What's the deal with it? Wait, uh, Twitter handle? What, 10-4, good buddy? <laughs> uh, sorry, yeah, that was, I probably should have said Twitter name. That that does. What, you 10-20? I am old. <laughs> I used to, didn't you used to have uh, a uh, I did, CB yeah. We, my dad's and... a huge CB person. He still has a CB. Oh, uh, really? Do yeah. they still have, do they still use those? I don't know, yeah. Hi. Uh, hey, Lynn. Hey, how are you? All right, this is Glenn and Helena, and you're on Stable Scoop. Welcome to the show. Well, Hi, Lynn. You. Hi, Helena, how are you? Very good, thank you. I know we have only four minutes to talk about your cool venture down there, and we're going to want more than four minutes, So, so tell us about it. Well, I am the executive director of LOPE, which stands for Lone Star Outreach to Playsex Racers. 
And what we do is we work with Texas X race horses and help them find new careers after their racing days are over. So we're a charity and we kind of see ourselves as an employment agency for at-risk youth. Um, a lot of these horses come off the track and they are just wonderful athletes. You know, we kind of make the uh, comparison between them and an NFL linebacker who can't play anymore, but certainly doesn't need to just go right into a nursing home. You know, he can do other things. He can, um, you know, do other kinds of athleticism. He can have a whole new career. So that's how we try to approach the horses is more kind of as these great ex-athletes that we feel very passionate about ourselves. So that's our kind of primary focus. Uh, We work with the racing industry directly. We set up a website where they can find new buyers for their horses who are not in the racing industry. A lot of times at the track, the racing people don't know how to find other kinds of homes except racing homes. So if they don't feel the horse should race anymore, they can be at a loss. So we kind of help them find those people. We also take in donations of horses from race trainers and owners and racing breeders and bring them here to our farm, which is probably the most fun part of my job. And from there, we will rehab them and we'll start their retraining. And then we will adopt them out to good homes. And then we also have some emergency services we do for trainers who have a horse maybe that got injured. They don't have any place to keep it. The horse absolutely has to find a home in two days and we're full and we will send an emergency email out. And uh, usually we find a home for that horse within a few days. In fact, uh, we found, we placed a horse through Twitter that way. Um, So that was pretty neat experience, social media and uh, Texas racehorses getting together. So, so that's kind of the basic thrust of our services and what we do. Uh, Helena, um, did you see that? I see right on your website, too, here, which is lopetx.org, that you were on Cowgirl Life Radio, and she was on earlier in the show. So. <laughs> She's wonderful. And that's the other thing. I've met so many interesting people through Twitter who really kind of encouraged me to come out of my shell a little bit more and be more interactive. And uh, that's just a great radio show, too. I really enjoyed that. And I just love what you're doing here with the kind of Twitter format for this well, show. Well, this has been fun for us. You're, you're our ninth one today. So, cool. <laughs> um, I just want to say something about yeah. your – one of the things that I really like about – in addition to the graphics on your website, one of the things I find very helpful is that you've got a nice big button that says how to support LOPE. And you actually list out the different options. There's financial donations, memorial stuff, um, volunteering. I think a lot of volunteer – uh, organizations don't list out clearly how somebody can help. If you can't, even if you can't afford $10, I would love to know how I can help. And I think there's a lot of other people out there. So I think that's just worth mentioning. Look for the big button, how you can help support LOPE. And you've well, adopted you. out, let me say, you've adopted out 725 according to this. Right. We've had about 145, 150 have come to our farm and the rest have been through the website or the emergency email placement. So we kind of feel like if we can help the horses before they get into trouble, in other words, um, if you're a traditional rescue operation, you might be buying horses out of the slaughter pens at auctions. So at that point, you're kind of a fireman. You know, you right. have a fire raging and you're pulling them out. We're kind of the folks who come and show you how to set up the smoke detector. That's more kind of our role. So what we do is we try to develop, I guess what you would say, an interest in a appetite for these horses by promoting them, by helping the trainers find people who might want to take them before they get into that situation. 
and try to educate people about how good these horses can do in these jobs with the proper letdown and transitioning. So, so at what point do you do you um, get involved? Is it constant relationship buildings with the with the um, race trainers, or do, do you actually have to wait for that little red flag to say we've got a potential situation here? Let's be proactive now. Or is it ongoing? It's kind of ongoing. It's a little of both. Most of the time, the trainers come to us. And one of the things that has been very helpful to us here in Texas is that Texas has a very strong horse culture. It's kind of part of how people view themselves as Texans. More people are likely to have uh, a little bit of land or someone in their family does. They see horseback riding the way other people might see owning a dog in a different part of the country. It's less expensive, the land, and, you know, sort of the upkeep of the horse here. And what's good about that, Helena, is that that means that a lot of the trainers here in Texas tend to be more, I think, proactive about their horses. So the racing industry here from the start was very um, helpful. They wanted to introduce us to the trainers. They wanted to kind of partner with us in some way, help us uh, gain access access to the backside of the track. And um, so all of that kind of played together and, and helped us maybe develop those relationships faster, even though I was a Yankee. You know, I, <laughs> like, I still was allowed to do that. And um, so I really have to kind of give props as well to some of the trainers and uh, racing entities that we work with. Now, there's always people who are on the negative side of that. Well, well we're know, not going to talk about we're that. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> right. We're, we're no, plain running we, out of time here. Have... Let me tell you what. You have a book coming out in November, right, called Beyond the Home Stretch. And right. it tells the story of, of a lot of your horses. Will you come back on and do a show with us when that comes out? I would love to do that. Definitely. I really would. And we've had so many great stories. It's been so inspiring. And um, I was not a professional trainer. You know, I didn't learn to ride till I was an adult. And that's a long, painful story for that um, interview. <laughs> and so well, see, we'll horses... give you a whole show for that. Yeah, awesome. I'll give you a whole show for that. <laughs> Uh-oh. But, you know, oh, I, I... There it went. <laughs> hey, Lynn, it's good to have you on. It Thank you. It is org. Thank you so much. Thanks, Lynn. And we'll put links in our show notes. And we'll be talking to you again, Lynn. Sounds great. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See, I actually, um, oops. What? Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, sorry about that. It was accidental. Uh, I actually let her go an extra minute because <laughs> I didn't want to cut her off. She does such good work. You know what? We have a um, a, a great, the, the show idea I would love that she mentioned is, um, or that, that made me think about this is, I would love to know the differences between uh, a rescue organization, let's say in Texas, versus one in a, a land-pressed area like the right. Mid-Atlantic or New Jersey or up here, and to see uh, what the different challenges are and what their different strategies are. Write that down, Helena. This I know. is our and, last one coming uh, up here. Hello, Wooden Horse Corp. Hey, Frankie. Yes. Hey, it's Glenn and Helena from Stable Scoop. How are you? Hi, Glenn and Helena. Great. How are you guys doing? Good. We're Frankie, doing great. We've been waiting a long time to get you on our show. And, and I find out today, Helena, you tell them you have done it. <laughs> I have. I tried the Equisizer at Equine Affair last November, my friend uh-huh. and I. And we fell in love. We went home and we were trying to figure out six ways to Sunday how we could get one of your uh, Equisizers in the car. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, tell us about the Equisizer. What is the Equisizer? Okay, basically what it is, and, and um, you know, it's kind of a funny story. It's a long story, but it's, a, it's, it's an option for a rider, a horse rider, to train um, specifically for riding a horse. Uh, so it, it's, it's an apparatus that kind of looks like a horse um, and moves like a horse, 
and it allows a rider to to engage their riding muscles being in the riding position practice proper uh, positioning uh, cues balance and and work those muscles that are so hard to get in shape on anything else that exists and so, you were we should say that you were a jockey for a very and a successful jockey for a very long time and you're also a jockey and now an inventor this thing is not it's not mechanical right like a riding bull kind of thing right the the the, the, the word mechanical sometimes can be and, and the same thing as machine can be a uh, misunderstood. It's not motorized. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, but it is mechanical, meaning that it, it moves mechanically, uh, somewhat simulates the motion of a real horse, um, but it's all done by springs and balance of, of the, the rider. So what puts it into motion is actually the rider engaging their riding muscles in balance. And what did you think, Helena? What were the what, what were your thoughts when you wrote it? Um, I thought it would be a great cross training tool, so uh, or or something that you could do, like you said, when you're um, in the off season, snowy, just kind of develop those muscles, or even like for someone like me who maybe ends up putting a little more more weight in one hip than the other, it's a great way to get that balance um, without subjecting your horse <laughs> to, the, right. to, well, that, that's to your troubles. Thing, Alina, that that we have some of the top riders that use this for helping balance and position their students because a lot of us do have um, uh, favor one side or the other or, or uh, won't actually could send the wrong messages to, to the horses. So it's a great way for an instructor, for example, to uh, make sure that you're using your seat bones evenly and you're balanced and your shoulders are straight, yeah. um, that sort of thing. And you know the the um, my dear friend that I that I went with and we both tried it. She has MS, and one of the things that she thought was great about it was that it was a great way to keep those um, to keep her brain functioning. You know, to get those two sides of the brain talking together. But it also gave her confidence so that her body and her brain could work together on the equisizer. And then when she goes and she's actually mounted, she's got just that little bit more confidence in her body. It, it's it's so true, Helena, and that's another thing that we, you know, I was going to kind of get to is as used therapeutically or just for, for anyone that may not be mobile or have some sort of a disability um, like cerebral palsy or multiple sclerosis, MS, like you said, um, that this is a way to, to, to move the hips. It stimulates the spine. Um, stimulating the spine, it also improves circulation, sends those messages to the brain that improve your, your balance, your coordination, and uh, and give you that confidence that you need <laughs> just in everyday life, you know, let alone riding yeah. horses. Yeah. Well, and i got to tell you, I was just on your website, it's equisizer.com, and we will put a link to it on our website. You got pictures on here. It's like a, a who's who of celebrities <laughs> that you posed <laughs> with on here with your equisizer. And I'm, I, my wife and I were a big fan of the jockey series that was on last year, which I guess they're bringing back. Yes, and here you are with two of the stars, Chantel Sutherland and Mike Smith, of course, who was very famous in the Triple Crown this year. Um, yes. You know, yes. and here you are standing between them. <laughs> it, it, that's pretty ironic because that was b- before the show was even an idea. That, that photo was taken with uh, Chantel and, and Mike and I. Um, but they're big supporters of mine, great people, great friends, and um, and they use the equisizer on an everyday basis as a means of training as a jockey. Well, and you got the biggest advertising ever for free this year, thanks to what was it, NBC? Um, when they showed yeah. when they which which jockey they showed actually on your equisizer before was it the last race? 
Well, and for the for the Belmont telecast, it was uh, ABC Sports. Yes. They were uh, commentator and retired jockey, Hall of Fame jockey uh, Jerry Bailey interviewed Calvin Burrell, who right. was um, riding the the favorite, and and um, and he had asked him how he was cross training because he hadn't ridden for a few days, and asked him had he been working out on the Equisizer. And uh, and then I cut away to a commercial showing showing the the equisizer there in the jockey jockey room at Belmont Park. Yeah, it was uh, great. It was great. Well, yeah, you must have you. been thrilled. <laughs> yes, and I, I had no idea. I was sitting there watching it, actually setting up to do some barbecuing, and and I heard the name <laughs> equisizer through the television, and I dropped everything. <laughs> <laughs> but, Hopefully, but, not no, your dinner. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't my dinner, but. but um, <laughs> so, who is your biggest customer? Who 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 are you most proud of? Uh, who who's uh, the most famous? Oh, he's not going to answer that one. <laughs> that's, that's a tough one it, because it it's, it goes through a few different disciplines. Um, outside, well, inside of racing, we, we've we've got fourteen Hall of Fame jockeys that have endorsed the product over the years, um, and it all started out with Lafitte Pencai and Angel Cordero Jr. Um, well, that's and, a nice and, start. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely, and and then from there the the list of of uh, all these top jockeys in history, um, it just goes it goes on and on. Um, but then outside of racing, um, and it was only just a year ago, uh, Craig Cameron, who is a top top uh, Western horseman, natural horseman, he found us and uh, he fell in love with the product, and. Um, since then, um, we, we've got another uh, world champion rider, Tommy Garland, um, Stacy Westfall. We've got uh, Jane the, Savoy. Jane uh, Savoy, yeah. Uh, Ruth Hogan Paulson, Betsy Steiner. Um, all these riders. And, and one thing that the common denominator with, with every one is they're all looking, they're always looking to improve themselves and their, their students. But it's, uh, it's, it's about balance, it's about fitness, um, that flexibility, that muscle memory that every one of us has in common to stay in shape. So when we do go ride, which is never enough for any of us, you know, I don't think yep. anybody can say they ride enough, that keeps us on top of our game. Well, look great, Frankie. And, you know, we just let you on longer than four minutes because it's our show and we can do that. Um, <laughs> Thank so, you. But, it's a can of worms. It's, it's, a, it's a big story, so it's hard to cover in four minutes. It is yeah, a big it story. It, it really is. It's and we'll got- have you back. I would really like to have you back to talk a little, what we talked about on the phone, maybe to discuss a little bit about the racing industry and what's changing and how, where you see it going and, and all of that as well. Um, oh, I, I would love to. I would love so, to. So we'll have you back. Thanks, Frankie. And it's Equisizer.com. And, That's cor- correct. And, and I also, um, t- sometimes Equisizer's misspelled, so okay. we're also ExerciseHorse.com. ExerciseHorse.com. And we'll put links on StableScoop.com. Yeah, we'll put links on our show for sure. Great. Thanks, Frankie. <laughs> Thanks, Thank Frankie. you all for having me. All right, Have bye-bye. a great day. You bye-bye. too. Bye-bye. Bye, honey. Well, I let Frankie go a little longer than the others because... Uh, because I think his his uh, his his he's got a kick ass product. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was <laughs> trying to say. Thank you, uh, Helena, for that. <laughs> you know what? I I'm such a geek because I get so excited about these products and these people and new things. I just life as a horseman is wonderful. 
Well, it is. And you know what? This show has been so much fun because in a matter of an hour, we got to talk to so many cool people. <laughs> really? I mean, really cool people. We got, they got the Gypsy Vanners. We got Horselicious. We've got Bitten Bridle and just the Equisizer. I need to figure out how to get one of those. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know how much they are. Did it say anything on the website there what the price of those things was? You know what? If you really want one, you, you can afford to get one. The, that, well, the, yeah, I think that's probably the right answer. <laughs> they're, not, they're not out of control. It's just if you... Okay, here they are. I found the price. It's twenty five hundred bucks for the uh, advanced model, and and some of the lesser models are sixteen hundred. So he has like the low, medium, and high end. Right. Right. Um, and you can even get it in black, dark bay, buckskin. <laughs> I, I just you can get a paint. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, if you need one of these, I think it's it's way it's worth every single penny. You know what I mean? If you're if you got a lesson program going or if you are um a serious competitor and you've had an injury, god forbid, uh, and you need to come back, you know what I'm saying? Yep, if if exactly. you have a need for this, it's worth every penny for it. Exactly. Well, this has been fun. We're going to have to do this again. I think that uh, we'd love to hear your feedback. If you go to our website, stablescoop.com, and the contact link at the top, tell us whether you like the Twitter episode. We'll, of course, be <laughs> tweeting about it. Um, so uh, let us know if you liked it or not. And there's only one week left to June, to July the 30th, sorry, June the 30th, to enter our this month's giveaway. Equestrian Collections was kind enough to give away a $50 gift certificate at equestriancollections.com. You can buy anything you want from their thousands of quality equestrian products that they have to offer. We appreciate that. And also, Equestrian Life donated two of their nifty ball caps with their logo on it. And I guarantee you're going to want to be wearing one of these next time you ride your Equisizer. <laughs> Equestrian Life is the official social network of the Horse Radio Network. You can visit them at equestrianlife.com. Stop over to our website on the right-hand side of the page. There's a giveaway link. It's free. It's easy. Sign up, and we'll be announcing winners, I think, in next week's show. Hooray! Yay! So I tell you what, we've plain run out of time, and I've run out of breath. I don't know about you. I but... am exhausted. Well, you've done a lot more talking than I have, but, you know, I get all worked up with excitement. So, yeah, I'm equally as exhausted. <laughs> and we do want to say that ne- uh, next week we have another fabulous show coming up. I don't know if you're familiar who, with who Anna Twining is. Twiney? Nope. nope. But nope. Anna Twiney is a, actually a very famous clinician from around the world. She travels all over the place. And she just came out with a book about horse women, and it's uh, t- stories of 10 different horse women. And she's going to join us along with one of the horse women. We're not quite sure who yet, but I think that'll be a fun show as well. Well, there are two other shows that we wanted to talk about. Actually, we have a lot of other shows on the network now and more (laughs) coming. But uh, there are two that we wanted to mention today. Uh, You're familiar with Mary King, I assume, Helena? Yes. Uh, The inventor? Yes. Well, Mary King was on our show this week on the eventing radio show. I was thrilled. Mary King was sort of a hero of mine and my wife's uh, when she was growing up in eventing. She is one of the legends of eventing, and she spent a half an hour with us on eventingradio.com. Oh, did Jennifer listen to that yet? Not yet. It's It'll be out. Uh, it came out yesterday, so she hasn't had a chance to listen yet. But then also in the 2010 radio show, we introduce our Spotlight Endurance Rider. And we've been spotlighting a different athlete from each of the disciplines, of the eight disciplines. And we're going to be having them back on every two months and really following their progress. And this Endurance Rider, you're going to want to meet. I'm not saying who it is. You have to check out 2010radioshow.com to see who was chosen to be the Spotlight Endurance Rider. But let me tell you, you're going to love her. Uh, she's, she, was, she was a lot of fun. And, of course, endurance riders have to be because they spend 100 miles in the saddle with, without stopping. So 
Ah. Yeah, that's just 14 <laughs> to 18 hours in a saddle. That's just enough in one day, I think. Well, or as Frankie says, is it really ever enough? Well, I don't know. A hundred miles. hundred miles. To the point where it's probably enough. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we encourage you to stop over and do that. Well, Helena, this, this has flown by, actually. Uh, yeah. yeah. A lot of fun. And I think we're going to have a couple of these people back, too, that we talked to. They were they were good time. You can follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio and Helena at... I, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know your name... Do you want, oh, do you oh, like my your, Twitter. Yes. My Twitter handle. Yeah, you can yeah. follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio and Helena at? Helena underscore B, B-E-E. Helena underscore B-E-E. And Helena's just started this tweeting thing, so we, she needs followers. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm working on it there. I'm uh, trying to figure out how to get this in my life. Well, there you go. And and I'm sure the more people she has following, the more she'll be tweeting. And we'll, we'll get her. We'll, we'll get her done. We'll get her done. We'll get her done. Well, Helena, until we meet again next week. We will be back with the scoop.